Welcome, everybody, to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and researcher Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, my co-host is Victoria Monday. And down in the chat room, Alina moderating the chat. We have a fantastic show for you tonight to kick off the new year 2022. America's greatest mind reader, Joe Diamond, is back with us. We had a fantastic time with him last year. I think it was around March or April. And uh we were originally going to have him back just before Christmas, do a, some sort of Christmas-themed show, which would have been a lot of fun. But Joe is a busy, highly sought-after guy. So we have him for the new year, which is just as good. So, Joe, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I know I should have seen it coming uh, when, when we did the <laughs> – like, like, okay, so, so no joke, no joke. The day after I was given the award for America's Greatest Mind Reader, I had that, that feeling in my gut like, oh, God, something's going to happen. And sure enough, one of the venues I work, which is a, a wonderful venue in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, the Maxwell Mansion, uh, it is reportedly haunted like many of the venues I work. New owners just got the uh, uh, parking lot paved. It used to be gravel and they got it paved, but they didn't have the little stoppers in front installed. So my car went over the edge and oh, I couldn't back my car oh. out. So literally day after getting that, I'm like, yep, I knew it. You know? <laughs> Karma just yeah. came back around. He should have should have seen that coming. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I was it was funny, and the owners took good care of me and everything, and they were they were great. Uh, we well, got it good. out. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and again, at least I got that out of the way at the start of the the winter <laughs> season with my with my poor poor car. Uh, oh. so, like, yeah, get it out of the way with then rather than now when it's cold and yes. snowy and getting crazy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You, you said earlier that was uh, <laughs> in a negative twenty wind chill factor there. So yeah, we're right on the Oof. Wisconsin Illinois border uh, right here. So uh, yeah, right off of Lake Michigan, it it gets it gets pretty windy and pretty chilly some days. Hey. So uh, upside, <laughs> I'm on the third floor and uh, we've got hot air rises exposure, so it gets nice and <laughs> there warm you go. <laughs> Um, this time of year. So it's great. Good. That's good. That's good. So yeah, kicking off the new year, we're going to uh, start tonight's show with your 2022 crystal ball predictions. And ironically enough, all three of us have crystal balls. We, so we, we all have our crystal balls. Get them. All right. Get them for yeah, the thumbnail. All right. <laughs> all right. Very good. Nice. All right. If we, if we, if we all wave them counterclockwise and rub our bellies, we'll open a vortex. It'll be yeah, just, I'm <laughs> on my nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so a uh, fun fact uh, before oh. before we kick things off, because we were talking about this beforehand. Yeah. Uh, you always want to make sure to cover your crystal balls and keep them out of direct sunlight because several theater fires have been started due to crystal balls being left out on ledges or windowsills. Think of this as a, a magnifying glass and the building as an ant. Uh, oh. That's what's happened. In fact, one magician uh, who had blind assistants, that was one of his big uh, publicity things. Like he has blind assistants, so they don't even know how all this stuff is done. And they took his <laughs> crystal ball, it was about five times the size of this one, and put it on what they thought was a shelf, and it turned out to be a windowsill. And Oopsie. it burned the theater down. So you're yeah. saying I shouldn't keep mine in the window back there on the bookshelf like I normally do? I mean, as long as it's not get, <laughs> getting direct sunlight, you should be fine. I always... No, I just I, it, the, the metaphysical uh, uh, equivalent to this is I've gotten into my car, leaving uh, like my studio at the Dole Mansion and going, did I cover the crystal ball? Because that studio does have a <laughs> Western exposure uh, window. Oh, no. If, if I was on the other side of the building, it wouldn't matter. I could keep it out all, all, all day, all day long. But uh, but yeah, so, so it's it's the psychic right. equivalent of, did I leave the stove on? I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, do you, exactly. <laughs> do you have a so, suggestion got- of what you could put them in? Uh Yes, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I do. If you go to a, uh, if you have friends who are bartenders or servers or just go to a restaurant or a bar, very often they've got Crown Royal bags just sitting around and ask them like, hey, can I give you like a dollar for a couple? And they'll usually just give them to you. But if you offer them a couple bucks, they'll say, yeah, sure, here's a few. So I get them. They're really nice. Uh, and uh, it's, it's funny because when I take it out for shows, Every once in a while, people are like, oh, he's going to serve drinks. And then I take the crystal yeah. ball. <laughs> You're going to get a shot. Yeah. So you got that, everybody? That's Cover communing with a different kind of spirit. Yeah. Exactly. Dear HR. <laughs> so is this how 2020 is going to go? 
Uh, 2020. <laughs> Let's not go back to 2020. Oh, All right. Woo-hoo. Oh, boy. Kind of flashbacks. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. Is this how 2022 is going to go? Uh, I, I think you just summed up how 2022 is going to go. I saw I'm one still in 2020. Said, is it 2020 T-O-O? 2022. No. Yeah, so, I hope not. Ooh, hopefully, hopefully not. Or so, uh, so 2020, as... the dance remix. Okay. Yeah, the dance remix. <laughs> yes. DJ Khalid bringing out the the the, the new uh, new updated version. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I, I'm relatively new to crystal ball gazing. I've only done it uh, in the last couple of years. I think I started around 2019, 2018. Uh, but uh, I have been combining it with. Uh, keeping track of my dream interpretations as well. I always take down dreams and my dreams I have noticed do turn out to be prophetic in a weird roundabout way. Uh, Just for example, during the 2016 elections, uh, I had a dream of a field of pumpkins all with Donald Trump's face on them. And two days later, the phrase Trumpkins was trending on Twitter where people were carving Donald Trump's face in a pumpkin. So that one turned out to be literal. Uh, some of them have turned out to be more symbolic and so forth. I usually post them on my uh, on my Instagram. But when I knew we were doing this, I wanted to save a couple of them uh, for tonight. We've got uh, some that I've had. I had a couple months ago that I think are on the horizon for 2022. Some of these I thought about while I looked into the crystal ball. And, uh, and yeah, I think some of these are symbolic. Some of them may turn out to be literal. I think, uh, I just share them with everyone and we see what you and the listeners decide and we can come back, you know, in a couple months or at the end of the year and see how many of these lined up. How's that sound? Ooh, perfect. Sounds like a plan. All right. So first things first, I have to admit, I don't know. I think this is one that's symbolic, but too good to pass up. So we'll start with it. Uh, I had a, I, in a dream recently, I had a vision of a purple sky, like almost like a neon purple sky. And I'm at a farm and I turn to the left and there's a cow right there who starts talking to me. I couldn't quite figure out what the cow was saying, but again, maybe, maybe scientists will clone a talking cow by the end of the year. Maybe something will happen with the sky where it turns purple. It may be literal, but I have a feeling this is going to be a little bit more on the symbolic side. So we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Uh, something that is a little bit more uh, literal. I also dreamt that I was in a supermarket and all they had in stock were small red fruit, possibly strawberries. And when I tried to interpret this on my own, I took it to mean that there's possibly going to be a strawberry shortage for 2022. So stock up on strawberries. It was, you know, 2020 was toilet paper. 2022 strawberries behind the tax. Another one that I thought was kind of strange because I haven't been to Florida for a few years. I used to go there on tour a ton, but uh, I had a dream that I was back at Universal Studios in between shows and it started snowing in Florida. Oh, interesting. Uh, So in the Orlando area, which has happened, but it's very, very rare. Yeah, that's pretty rare. rare. So I think it'll like, and usually it's already, when I look back to see if it had happened before, it usually happened in the December months, not in the new year area. So uh, we'll be on the lookout. uh, We'll be on the lookout for that. Um, On the slightly, I don't want to be too grim, but I want to be honest at the same time. Uh, Unfortunately, I dreamt of uh, two headlines uh, that were fairly negative, uh, but I want to be honest about what uh, what I saw. Uh, I I saw a newspaper in the dream, and the headline was just two words, and it was Trump divorce. And then further down the page, it mentioned a third celebrity death was coming in a few weeks. And this was right after I got news of, uh, uh, unfortunately, we just lost Bob Saget. And, uh, you know, know, a a bunch of people in the last year. But of course, um, with Betty White, you know, kicking off the new year and then Bob Saget. Again, I woke up before I could see who it was on the newspaper but it was very clear third celebrity death uh so that was a little little disappointing however in the good news uh, speaking of celebrities i did see a very clear uh celebrity adoption a big celebrity adoption coming up in the spring i don't know if it's a big celebrity who's going to do an adoption or 
uh, or, or who's going to adopt a bunch of kids or who knows which way that goes. Uh, also, a little bit more on the fun side, a pet is going to become one of the most followed accounts on Instagram this year. Uh, and there's going to be something distinctive about the pet. It's gonna, but it's gonna be cute. But it's, there's gonna be a distinctive quirk about it, and I think we'll know it when we see it. Uh, and then uh, we'll wrap up with this. I do see an increase in in-person events uh, becoming canceled and a return uh, to focus on virtual entertainment in the coming weeks, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason, not the only reason, but part of the reason why I'm back to doing uh, my virtual show, which we talked about last time. And uh, that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm back to doing those this time of year as well. Because again, I think people like to have the option, uh, even if we're in areas like in the Midwest, we're doing pretty okay. Our numbers aren't too bad uh, compared to places like in you know New York and such. But there are places that you know, they're closing down or they're requiring vaccines or requiring uh, a negative test before going to see a, an event. And some events, I think, are just going to opt to cancel for a couple weeks until after the winter months. And so uh, luckily, That's my cool. venues like in the at the Dole Mansion, we're small, we're 13 people. So as long as the building is, you know, allowing people to do events there, as long as everyone's masked and, you know, everything else, we're, yeah. we're fine. Uh, but also, again, all my shows are backed up with virtual shows now. So I think that's just more of just a sign of the times and the way we're going. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your virtual shows, because we do have a promo code for everybody down yes. in the description that they can use, which is the promo code is Edge of the Rabbit Hole, correct? Yep. Name of the show, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, all one word. Uh, if you go to joediamondlive.com slash virtual, it'll uh, give you the button to go to get tickets. Uh, tickets are normally $20 per household. So if you have a household of like five, six people, you all gather around one screen. That's for everyone. It's not per person. It's per screen. So it's already pretty affordable. Uh, but just for your listeners, if they just type in the name of the show in all capital letters, one word before checkout, they'll get $5 off. And the show is called cool. Virtual Alchemy. And there's, uh, I was telling uh, Victoria about it because you saw it last year. Uh, oh, it was Victoria. amazing. Uh, yeah, I loved thank it. you. And <laughs> and there are some, I'm. there's some parts of that show that have carried over to this year, but there are still some surprises as well, some new things as well. So even if some listeners caught the show last year, you can come check it out this year. It's now called Virtual Alchemy. It is every Wednesday at 7.30 and I'm doing it through January and February. Uh, I might do some in March. The the plan is uh, my wife and I are going on a trip with her parents uh, at the end of February. So uh, that'll be like the break time for it. We'll see if I continue it once we once we continue on from there. But yeah, but for right now, every Wednesday, 730 Central, uh, we've had even just last week for the for the uh, first show of the new year, uh, we had people on both coasts, East and West Coast, some people in Canada, so some people out of the country. And it's really fun to stay connected uh, and 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 also see people from all these different areas, too, that I wouldn't have the chance to see at an in-person event, even though I travel and do a bunch of events and, and everything else. It's still fun to see people in their homes. It's a nice, uh, you know, people sometimes do it as a date night. Sometimes people do it as a family night. It's kind of nice. Uh, uh, it's kind of a nice, uh, you know, at home kind of activity for everyone to do. And it's fully interactive as well. You're not just sitting there watching a talking head okay, talk for, uh, you know, an hour. I'm bringing people on. There's uh, over 70% of the show is completely interactive with everyone watching at once. Uh, so everyone watching, you will be involved. You'll be shuffling a deck of cards or using a pendulum or trying some psychic tests with me. It's, it's really fun. And I like that we can still stay connected and transform something that's normally pretty boring, you know, a Zoom meeting or a Zoom hangout, and <laughs> literally use alchemy to transform it into something that's truly interactive and truly memorable too. And and I think that's that's the important thing as well. And in without spoiling too much with this new show, but I only do mind reading in like the first third of the show. And part of the reason it's called virtual alchemy is because everyone else is transformed into mystics. And as like we go along, it becomes more and more about everyone else's intuition and everyone else's energy. Uh, again, don't want to spoil too much, but that's part of it. It's not it's not a show that uh, you just sit back and, and watch passively. We have Netflix for that. This is something where we can truly interact. <laughs> and also, 
we end with a ritual that allows people to become more powerful in their own lives. And there's a moment where I have people recite a mantra and some people, you know, it's, it's a positive mantra, but you can tell people saying it in their homes, you know, with everyone is kind of a strange moment, but in that strangeness, everyone becomes connected and we're able to, and you can feel it. You can feel that connection, uh, you know, mm -hmm. metaphysically and physically with the people you're watching with and the people watching in their homes as well. Yeah. When I watched it last, I think it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> yeah. 2021 part two uh, or whatever. Um, it was a little weird to begin with. Like there was like people and I didn't know them, but like 10, 15 minutes into it, there was, a, I think a mother and her two children and they were laughing mm -hmm. and having a good time. And like you said, there was somebody on a date and there was someone who was, slumped down in a chair in the shadows, but then he started getting involved. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, by the end of it, we were all laughing and having a great time. And it's like, Thank oh, you. I've got, well, I got two new friends now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, th and that's the other fun thing too, is like people, I've had people watch in their car during their break at work, um, <laughs> which, you know, oh, it's nice. hilarious. Uh, that was fun. Uh, there was one, uh, it was kind of spooky. It was just an empty room the whole time. <laughs> I don't know if they threw Strange. up an image or, and, and there was a moment where, you know, we, we, I put everyone on, on the grid view and I mentioned, I was like, Hey, um, I, I don't remember the person's name, but you know, I mentioned their name. I was like, Hey, uh, you don't have to come on screen, but let us know everything's okay in the chat. Like we don't see <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, someone just like, you know, passed out no. or out of frame. And they keeled over right there. Yeah. 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 That did happen to me at one of my in-person shows coming back oh, uh, no. back in November. Um, mm. We can talk about that in a moment. But uh, but yeah, but it was a little unnerving to just have, you know, again, people, sometimes people don't turn their screens on. They do just want to watch or they want to interact without feeling under a microscope. And that's totally fine, too, that you, you can still interact and enjoy the show without sure. having your camera on. Uh, but uh, but yeah, but it was just like kind of odd and bizarre. And it was like it was right in the center of the screen, too. So it's kind of like, <laughs> well, can't not mention that. Got to keep going. <laughs> Um, it's not like it was a bat flying around or anything. Yes. Oh, that happened. It, <laughs> oh my it. God. Yes. Oh, all person shows. Let me tell you something too. Okay. So virtual shows, like they're, they're, they're beautiful and they're wonderful and they're quirky, but that quirkiness transitioned over into in-person shows as well. I was doing a show Halloween weekend in a haunted mansion. Now this is a mansion that I normally do work at. It's where I do my 13 person shows. The way it's laid out, though, is that there's the main mansion and then there's a, an annex that was added on in 1922. So that part, that's that new part of the building is already 100 years old. And that's where the artist studios are. So there's me, there's a medium, uh, there's painters, photographers, musicians, someone who does Reiki, someone who does massage therapy and healing arts. And for Halloween weekend, I did shows in the main area of the mansion. And they've had events in there. They've had cocktail parties and stuff. And this, this wasn't like the first time in 100 years there's been an event in that part of the mansion. And I'm doing a mind reading uh, demonstration in the middle of the show. And all of a sudden, out of the back of the audience, a bat swoops down and flies <laughs> over everyone's heads for like a solid 30 seconds and then goes back up into the rafters and vanishes and never returns. <laughs> I saw the video. <laughs> now it was awesome. Oh, there's a yeah. video on that. Yeah, oh, there was okay. a video. Uh, someone, someone, uh, a friend of mine. I did ask no videos for ask for no videos during my show, but my friend uh, filmed it because she was like, "Yeah, that was too good not to film Joe." So I was like, "No, that's fine." And there is a photo of me looking back at it, and they caught it like right mid-flight. So fun, uh, fun fact about this too. My wife, uh, Lindsay in college did uh something she was what's called a bat detective she worked for the nature preserve and oh. she would walk around the trails with a little uh, gps device with a microphone attached to it that was so sensitive that if you just rubbed your fingers together the mic would pick it up as if you were scratching a record just the little ridges oh, of your fingerprints so what you do is you walk around until you hear a bat and then you hit a button and it saves the last 20 seconds of audio and GPS pinpoints where you are. 
So you can determine, you know, insect population, bat population, you know, all this stuff that's important for a nature preserve. So she knows, she was even on the local news back in college talking about bats. Uh, she loves bats. It's adorable. So <laughs> like it's flying around because in my head, I'm like, this is amazing. Oh God. I hope no one gets freaked out thinking that's my bat. I don't want them to be like, oh my gosh, she has a pet bat he brings the to show. That's part of the show. Yeah. 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 Because like <laughs> that could raise some health, health issues for not just the, right. myself, but the building and everything else. Uh, also, you know, you don't know. I don't want someone to get in someone's hair or any of that stuff. Yeah. So I look at my wife. She was there that night. And I was like, are we good? And she's like, yeah, he's fine. Just leave him alone. And right at that moment, it uh, it flew off and uh, again, was not was not seen again. We did have to do a flashlight tour later that night. So her and I went upstairs <laughs> to make sure it wasn't just chilling up on the second or third floor for us to go and go and see. And she said, like, yeah, if it's flying around, it's likelihood it's fine. If it's sick, that's when it's like on the floor and flapping and everything. That's when you got to be concerned. But yeah, if yeah. all and, the. And Presnell saying, glad you didn't pull a Nazi. Yeah, no, no, I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to be a Nazi. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, so that was. So normally, well, it was funny too, because I used to say, like, oh my God, virtual shows are the only shows where you have animals crash the show suddenly. Cause I'll be talking with someone and suddenly a cat will walk across their screen yeah, or somebody's in the dog background in. Yeah. or a puppy. And like, it happened at a live show on Halloween weekend. <laughs> like <It's> perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't have to pay extra for it. So that was cool. So it wasn't a union uh, bat or anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then two weeks later, coming back around to this story, I was performing at a venue in Chicago uh, called the Chicago magic lounge. Uh, it's uh, it was built about five years ago now, it's like the number one spot for nightlife. It's a throwback to the old Art Deco uh, theaters Ooh. and bars in Chicago where they nice. would have like bartender magicians and such. And like once a month, they'll bring in a different like psychic entertainer. It's like the variety act. And uh, I've done that a couple times now. And, and other psychic entertainers have been there as well. Ross Johnson, Christopher Garter, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal performers. And they have a smaller theater in back. So the main ballroom, or not ballroom, more like cabaret theater, seats like 165. And then they have a smaller, more cozy theater in the back called the 654 Club, which seats about 40 people. And because I work more intimate venues, they put me back there. I did a full week of sold out shows back there. And it was, it was a blast. It was so much fun. And there was one night where there was a guy up in the fourth row. He was leaning against the wall. And I could see the eyes going and i was like okay i'm gonna have to you know have the luckily the house manager was in the room so i was like in the middle of something i was like okay after this i'm gonna have to tell hey uh hey leslie can we get this person some water hey let's get you some water you know and just just you know get them out get them some water and then i can continue on with the show well right as i'm about to do that this guy just slumps down and out of his seat Oof. um and we could not the people up there could not get him to wake up so we were like uh so she was on the radio she called 911 and they were like yeah we're just gonna tie it up there so i just was like yeah i was a little shaken of course wow i left went back into the uh dressing room and they have a camera in there so the other acts can see the acts in the uh in in the theater and I go in and all the other performers are standing around and they're like, what did you do? Oh my gosh. And I was like, uh, I they're killed, that's what. Uh, oh, <laughs> turned out he, he, uh, he had a little bit too much of something. He went to the hospital. Mm. Uh, Leslie let us know the next day that he was alive and released into the care of his uh, family members okay, the next good. day. So, you know, that's what's important. Yeah. That was the early show. So I still had to do one more show later that night. <laughs> And the seat number wow. was 409. You mesmerized so him into that. the floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, I whenever I hear the Beach Boy song, She's Zero Find My 409, I always think of that. Ah, uh, like, okay. Dang it. <laughs> dang it, dang it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so again, like, you know, coming back to in person has been a blast as, as well. I do like, 
the I like the variety of my work. I like that some nights I'm at you know I'm at a different location every night. Some nights I'm at the Dole Mansion. Some nights I'm at the Maxwell, and they're completely different vibes of buildings and such. And then you know sometimes I'm doing corporate stuff, and then sometimes I'm doing virtual. So I like now yeah. that it's not all just the same thing anymore. So yeah, do you yeah. switch up what your performance is based on the venue that you're at? Yes, I have. So I have five different one hour shows, okay. including an additional hour and a half of virtual material. Uh, so I, now there's some stuff where there is some over overlap, um, whether it's with, you know, I mean, obviously the mind reading, I do think I do mind reading stuff in different ways. Like just, just for example, just off, off the top of my head, when I've done or I've guessed like a word from a book or like a pin code. I'm usually using the same technique for those, but because one's a book, one's a word and one's a number, they feel different. So, mm -hmm. and we usually go from something more personal, a random word from a book to something more personal, like a pin code. So that has more meaning. So uh, I, I like to find variety, of course, that kind of stuff. But, uh, uh, but yeah, but like each show has a different theme. Like for example, the shows I'm doing right now, at the Dole Mansion are called Mystic. And that's an hour where I talk about different mystics from throughout history. So I talk about Edgar Cayce, oh, nice. uh, the Sleeping Dude. Prophet, and everyone's encouraged to bring a book to that show. Uh, Cause Edgar Cayce claimed he could, he could fall asleep on a book and wake up and know all the information. So we do that with a book that someone has brought with to the show oh, very every cool. week. I do some crystal ball work in that show and, uh, uh, some other surprises I won't get into. And then another show I've done there is called the 13th hour and that's all time travel themed or it's, you know, Ooh. so I talk about like, rather than predicting the future, I talk about going into the future, seeing what happens, then coming back in time to make a prediction. You know, when I read someone's mind, imagine go back in time into your own past, into your own memories. Uh, and then we end with basically a blackout seance where we completely turn out all the lights in the room and all 13 people are holding hands and we send a borrowed item back in time before the show and we prove it. We have undeniable proof of it. And that's fun because how can I go from, you know, some fun psychological things and along the way have it get spookier and weirder and weirder to the point where people go, okay, I don't believe in time travel, but the evidence of this is overwhelmingly positive. I can't come up with an alternative theory. <laughs> um, that was really fun to do. I hope to bring that back in the that next year like or fun, so. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got my corporate show, uh, which uh, which is almost all mind greeting. Uh, there's a couple things I and that's I do it that way because it's always different. It's so focused on the the audience. And then if someone comes to see me at the Maxwell, uh, I'm set up in a room in there, and I do small little like. 10 to 15 minute shows. And there's some things I do there that I, I've got basically a little set there that I only do in that venue, which talks about the history of the place and everything else. So yeah, so theoretically you can come in because I want people, I don't want people to feel like they could, you know, buy a ticket to see me and then book me for a house party. It's exactly the same. Like I want their, the biggest thing people want out of mystery entertainment is mysteries to be surprised. So it's sure. why there's, you know, hundreds of episodes of Sherlock Holmes or Father Brown because we don't want to see the same mystery over and over. We want to, we like these character. We like these people. We want to go on this journey with them and we don't want the, we don't want it to be spoiled. Uh, so I kind of take that as a, as a bit of um, a, a guiding light with my stuff too. It's like to make sure that I've, I've got stuff. There's some overlap again, but, um, uh, but I've tried to make sure and just, with the idea of everyone it's always a different number of people you could see the virtual show this week and next week and it wouldn't be the same show because of the amount of people and you might be like oh that person's more accurate on this or oh this person you know responded in this way and, and joe had to adjust a little bit more and that's that's part of the fun of it too you know is that it, it is always different and that keeps it uh keeps it fun so i want to again everybody to for joe's uh <laughs> And again, everybody, for Joe's virtual show, Edge of the Rabbit Hole is the promo code. Yep, Edge of the Rabbit Hole. 
Um, you can go to joediamondlive.com slash virtual or go to joediamondlive.wellattended.com and uh, click on the dates there. And and uh, and the other and well and like you said, coming up to uh, to the dole to to see see that in person. Um, please do. I plan on being there for a long, long time. Uh, we are in talks already for October 2022 of doing the bigger show again. Uh, nothing's locked in yet. Nothing is locked in yet, but we are in talks. Uh, we're also talking about hopefully April Fool's Day in April and Friday the 13th in May. Because it is Crystal Lake, Illinois, and even though it's not exactly where the Friday the 13th movies are based, Friday the 13th is a, a pretty big event in that area. I got married on Friday sure, the 13th, the actually. So. Ah. Oh, well, there yes. you go. Turns out I'm just married on Friday the 13th uh, during a pandemic. Uh, the resort will give you a deal. It's pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm just going to show up when... Are you, are you there on the weekends? I'm going to show up one weekend. Like, hey. Yeah, it's, uh, it's every, uh, every Friday right now. Uh, okay. I've got dates listed through May, I believe. Uh, so uh, there's a couple gaps here and there just because, again, I don't know what uh, uh, what the schedule is going to be like. There are some days I will be out of town. But, yeah, but my, my showtimelive.com always has my most up-to-date schedule. So, um, so there's that. And then there's – I also perform at a restaurant, uh, the Red Oak Restaurant, which is also uh, reportedly haunted. Some people who used to own the building came and had dinner there one night, and they were telling stories about it. And so so it's fun to do some stuff there for people after dinner as well, table side. Uh, and that's cool, too, because, again, like at the Maxwell, you're going to get a much more you know private show. It's not going to be as long as, like, the hour-long show at, like, the Dole Mansion, but it's going to be much more private, much more intimate. And uh, – and, yeah. So again, so that has its own vibe yeah. to it as well. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I have I have a friend who's come in in a couple weeks who's going to do the she's like, I'm seeing you at the, the the Red Oak this on Thursday, the Dole Mansion on Friday and the Maxwell on Saturday. I'm like, wow, nice. <laughs> I've, I've, I've planned all this out. So you will see something different every night. <laughs> so that's oh, nice. fun. Uh, and and I have should. had people coming out of out of town uh, to see the show uh, too lately. So uh, that was more before the uh, uh, before December uh, when I brought it back for the autumn months. But I'm I'm expecting expecting to keep it going for as long as I possibly can because uh, the the Dole Mansion is such an amazing place and my studio there is is it, it's just the, I've got it to the point now where it's just the perfect way for everyone to be connected and and experience the whole um, the whole time together and it's. It's kind of even hard to describe because it, there isn't anything really like it. The the closest I've had to it is an escape room. The only difference is instead of trying <laughs> okay. to get out for an hour, you have a guy reading your mind for an hour. Now, now last year there was some sort of um, magician conference or something in Austin. Um, I don't think you went to it, but Saul was mm. there and Vince was there. Yes. Um, is that going to happen again this year? Um, or... I don't know. There's a lot. Uh, my buddy who I, who I filmed. So if you go to, uh, um, youtube.com slash modern rogue, it's also on my, on my website. We filmed some stuff with like Ouija boards and, uh, uh, spirit bottles and pendulums and tarot, all that stuff. Uh, oh, sorry. Palmistry. We're, we're working on tarot for next time I come down there. Uh, he presented there as well. Um, okay. so, so I have a lot of friends down in the, the, Texas area, um, who are, who are into this stuff. I'm, I, I don't know. I don't go to a lot of those conventions really. I'm, I'm kind of doing my own thing. Even when I have gone to those events in the past, it's usually been because I've been working or I've been right. hired to work it. I did run a youth program, uh, for one, uh, conference for a couple of years. Oh, nice. and, th and that was really rewarding. Cause I mean, some kids would come in and some of them would do just magic tricks. Some of them would, would want to learn palm reading and mind reading. Uh, some of them wanted to learn sword swallowing and fire reading. And we had to be like, wait till you're 18. Then... <laughs> wait, do you do sword swallowing? I mean, no, I know, but I have friends. Who I do. know some people. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I do knife swallowing. Do you really? Knife? Yeah. 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 Uh, Little the big fact. thing, uh, my so I, I learned a couple things from my sword swallower <laughs> friends. They taught me the human blockhead, which is hammering a, a oh. five inch nail up your nostril, <laughs> uh, straight back. Um, I also learned how to stick my hand in an animal trap, uh, spring trap for rabbits, and a, a large double spring bear trap. Um, 
and yeah, some other stuff I won't talk about right now because you're already getting. Yeah, I can see you getting all the. Uh, <laughs> She's getting a little red. Yeah. yeah, I put powder on. Do you know the great Rondini? Great he Rondini. runs. He runs the yeah. Renaissance Circus, and he's in chains. Yeah. He's like Houdini, and he's like, he literally, I heard him, he miked his shoulder, and he would pop his shoulder and come out. Ooh, <laughs> man. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I, the only time I wanted to be like Houdini was I was 11. As far as I know, I am the youngest person to ever attempt Houdini's 100-foot of rope escape. Uh, really? You can, you can find a photo of it online, usually, if you really dig for it. I've got it in my, uh, uh, actually talk amongst yourself for literally two seconds. Cause it's just out of reach over here. I will okay, get that's fine. For you. Okay. Mike, go get that knife. Go, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. don't do it. Don't. don't. <laughs> it's going to creep me out. I'd have here, to run back to the kitchen. Here. Yeah. Give me a second. I've been doing and, that since uh, I was a kid. We can show a picture of this really? on, uh, on Instagram yeah. or something later, but, uh, there I am at age 11, oh uh, being oh, tied wow. up in the, you can see the date, 1999. I am a very serious 11-year-old getting tied up for the Houdini 100-foot rope escape. This was oh for the WGN's Neediest Kids Foundation. You haven't uh, so changed a, a bit. Big, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. crooked bow tie. He doesn't have as much facial hair back then. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, I shaved eyes. I still look like that. I still yeah. look like that. That's what I'm saying. You still look alike. I mean, the same. So, yeah. So, um, so that was like my first foray into show business and and getting publicity uh, at age 11. Uh, But uh, the next year, I don't know how the guy running the event pulled this off. I still have it. He got me a 12 year old, a regulation mailbag. And they locked me up in that. And I got out of that. I still have it stashed away somewhere. It's actual canvas. I close my eyes. I can still smell the canvas. Uh, and I was stuck <laughs> getting tied up and locked up in bags up until my late 20s or, uh, or late teens, early 20s. I think the last time I did an escape was maybe 19 or 20. Um, and I, I, it, I, it was not for me. Once, once I was no longer the world's youngest, it was like, when, when you're a kid doing this yeah. stuff, people are like, wow, that's amazing. When you're a guy doing, you're like, oh, it's just some guy. <laughs> I, I accidentally pr- um, promoted you when I made that promo the other day. I made you the world's greatest mind reader. So come on. <laughs> In English. I, I can't yeah. read I can't read that <laughs> in other languages. That's that's fine. Yeah. I mean it yeah, it's it, it you was, deserve it's it. It's cool yeah. happened. I'm I'm really grateful to uh to uh Crystal Lake Mayor for presenting that to me. He also declared a Joe Diamond Day in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Uh oh, nice. so mark your calendars, November nineteenth. Yeah, we're gonna have a parade <laughs> actually uh also uh grace kinsler who was on american idol this last year she was uh she, she didn't win but she got very very close uh she's also from my from my hometown as well so oh, crystal cool. lake has had a good year this year <laughs> sounds fun until it warms so, up <laughs> so you gave us a treat with the crystal ball predictions what else you got for us tonight joe uh let's uh let's do this so i like i said i keep um i keep a lot of uh uh I keep track of a lot of dreams I have and so forth. I just started one uh, recently and these have been coming true a lot more literally. I'll put this uh, in my jacket pocket. We'll come back to that in a moment. So uh, that's your dream uh, journal there? Yeah, that's my dream journal. Okay. Um, I'll, we'll come back to it in a moment because, um, you know, I have to keep my mind sharp for all these things. You know, when you become, you know, when you get, like I said, when you get, get give that, when you're given that award, you gotta like, you know, really show up. So I've been testing my brain, not with brain teasers, not with chess. No, Victoria, you and I are gonna play a game. Okay. Called tic tac toe. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> okay, good. So you know the rules. Uh, X's rules? and O's. Oh, okay. You, yeah. you know, X's and O's, three in a row wins. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, there's two additional rules that I need to stress for when we're about to play here. Okay. Okay. Number okay. one, you have to play to win. Don't go easy on me because I'm not going to go easy on you. Okay. Oh, okay. Rule, Bring it. <laughs> second rule, it's my game. So I get to start. Are you an X? So I just put X in the middle. Now, uh, this okay. will be top row, middle row, bottom row, and then uh, right, middle uh, or, or left, middle, right. Which okay. do you want to go for your O? Cindy Brady. 
Cindy Brady. The other side. Down here that's that's the boys. Here. Yeah, the girls are on that side. Yeah. Over here, so, Cindy so right Brady. here. Mm -hmm. Cindy Brady, okay. Yeah. All right. So I would have taken I think that was Alice, right? Yes. That, yeah. Okay, yeah, Alice so was I, in the middle. Or or <laughs> Charlie Alice. Weaver. Okay. If you're no right. Paul right. Lynn. Right. Paul Lynn to block. All right. So we're up to this. All right. I am getting ready to win within two moves already. Where do you want to go? Well, I have to block you, of course. Oh, wait, you, 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 turned do, it. you do want to go for the block. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> yeah. All right, just, uh -huh. just check it. Okay, just check it. You never know. Never know. Okay, uh, <laughs> I am going to go. I'm going to play the reverse psychology route here. I am going to go. Okay. Um, I'm going to go here. Where do you want to go? Well, there's no winning. So I'm going to take you the bottom. No, I can't. I'd have to cheat, <laughs> which Fair. I do. Okay. Um, the, from my perspective, bottom left. Bottom left. So, again, so right again here. with the Sydney. Yeah. Cindy Brady. All right. So right here, uh -huh. so right here. Okay. Um, I am going to go here. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to go? Uh, I got to block you again. Yeah. Okay. Middle, so where? Up, up, middle row. Middle here. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, so that means uh, I have to take the the last move and do that. Uh, I think that means cat's game, right? That's a cat's game. Oh God, not my cat. Okay, <laughs> not not your not your cat. But hey, yeah. neither of us won. How but appropriate. Neither of us lost. Good game. Um, <laughs> here's here's the thing though, that uh -huh. that felt pretty random, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to put this here on my forehead for right now. So it stays in view because I've got my, okay. uh, my dream journal. I'm going to show you oh, no. what I've uh, been dreaming about the last couple, uh, the last couple of uh, weeks. You can see it says dream journal, dream uh, journal. this one. So it's, it's funny. We mentioned cat's game because I dreamt the other day, I woke up at 7.02 AM and I dreamt about a black cat. And even though I live in an apartment building and we don't allow pets, when I drove my car out, a black cat crossed my path. As, as I left, I, I know you don't believe me, but, but we'll, we'll keep going. No, I do. Uh, uh, so, oh, this one, I dreamt that Lindsay, my wife bought a red convertible without telling me and she came home from work. You can see, I woke up at 8.33 AM when I wrote that one. Uh, she came home from work that day and revealed to me that she had purchased a red convertible model for our nephew. For our oh. birthday. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Um, yeah. Oh, this one. And I a big sigh of relief from you. UFO. Yeah. I dreamt, I dreamt I was attacked by a UFO. Uh, this was uh, 3.31 a.m. I woke up in the middle of the night. It was that uh, that crazy. And the next day, my dad's drone flew into my head while I was over there visiting. Ouch. Oh, no. Take, take, take that. I, I call that one a hit. I call that one a hit. Uh, oh, this, this is the yeah. one from last night that I wrote down. You can say, uh -huh. you can see I wrote down, I'll play a game of tic-tac-toe today, which okay. isn't huge because, you know, I said, let's play this. But you'll notice on the next page, I actually saw the game. And it's a pretty familiar game. If you look at that, <laughs> that is. is the exact game <laughs> that we just played. Very nice. So two things. <laughs> Number one, I, I went back to bed and I had one other dream. Can you tell everyone uh, what that says right there? Oh, lottery numbers. Uh, you know, I'm not ready to share that one now that I think about it. Um, I think I'm going to keep that one to myself. However, okay, it's recorded. <laughs> I don't want people thinking that like maybe, you know, this was a fluke or, you know, maybe, you know, I have a million dream journals on me, which is why before we went live tonight, I posted something on Instagram. Uh oh. If go you go on Instagram. my Instagram at Joe Diamond Live, you will notice my most recent post. You know, I had to do this again, Victoria. Uh, you, you will did notice it last my time most too. recent post is of my, of uh my dream journal and it is the precise game that we just played move for move wait a minute hold on <laughs> hold the phone it's right there oh my god i'm literally holding the phone right here <laughs> there it so is. there you go so um believe whatever scares you the least on that one that's what i say i just liked it Perfect. You might Thank remember you. me. I, I'm like number nine. So, you know. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Nice uh, so we do stuff like that. And it gets weirder in the virtual show on, on Wednesdays. It's not Thursdays anymore. It's Wednesdays. Okay. <laughs> Wednesdays at 730 Central. So, uh, so yeah. That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> Thank <Probably>. you, Joe. <laughs> of course. Thank you. That's always fun.
Yeah, I, I like that because you did that last time when we had John uh, last year, where you had posted something to Instagram earlier in the day or maybe yeah. the day before yep. or whatever yep. it was. And uh, sure enough, boom, there it was. Yeah, it was my friend with the dark hair. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was, yeah. It was your friend and uh, her star sign. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah. Tarot card. It's, it's on, it's on yeah. Instagram. People can go back and find that or in the past, uh, past episodes. Uh, yeah. Look at that as well. Uh, Amazing. Let's, let's give this a try too. Um, I'm going to try this. I think, uh, I think it's only fair we do one more with, uh, with you, Mike. I'm going to turn over. Okay. Uh, one card, so it's facing the opposite way in this deck. Okay, tally-ho okay, so deck of cards. Reversed. Yeah, tally-ho deck of cards. Uh, now, there's no jokers in this deck, so it's one of the 52. You're only going to get two hints, Mike. It is not the Ace of Spades, and it is not the Queen of Hearts. All right? Okay. I'm going to send it to you. You can change your mind a couple times, but once you say a card out loud, that's the point of no return. You won't be able to change your mind anymore, just like I can't change my mind on the card I turned over. So change your mind, get a couple cards in mind, and when okay. one feels right, just say it out loud. And again, I'll keep these in frame. So you want me to actually say it out loud right now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Jack of Clubs. Jack of Clubs. That's great, because in Cardamancy, which is the art of telling fortunes with playing cards, Jack represents someone who's adventurous, and Clubs represents creativity. So I And I had the feeling that you've been really adventurous in your creativity right now. Okay. Which is why, is like I said, I, I turned one card over. I'll go through these slowly. You can see all the cards are facing the same way, all of them except for one. That is the only card in the whole deck that I turned over, and that card is oh. Jack of Clubs. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so how do you do? So yeah. So, be, so, so yeah. So <laughs> be sure to only use your powers for good, Mike. That's the important thing for that. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you're so much fun, Joe. Oh, thanks. You guys are so much fun. This is a blast. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great way to start off the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so do you um, have predictions for astrological signs at all? Uh, sure. So what we can do, um, I will uh, I will shuffle my tarot cards again. Maybe maybe Libra. <laughs> <laughs> just just throwing that one uh, out there. Libra with yeah, so, rising. Um, <laughs> So what we'll do, I've got my uh, I've got my tarot deck with me, just the major major arcana. And what's great for this too is that uh, this will be for your listeners and uh, and whether they listen to this live or after the fact, uh, we'll do a, a quick card for each of the twelve uh, zodiac signs. So that way, everyone listening will have a a card to. Uh, use as their uh their future prediction for the year so we'll we'll go we'll go throughout the year we'll start with capricorn and we'll we'll go through in order so uh capricorn we're in capricorn season right now so we'll pull one at random ah for capricorns we have the strength card uh this is card number eight in the major arcana uh this is ultimately about using gentleness you know killing them with kindness you'll notice that there's someone holding a lion's mouth open and they don't look uh, strained. So this shows good inner strength. Uh, also, don't be worried about feeling like you're caught in a loop this year, like just a constant infinity loop. Just don't worry if it, if you feel like you're just caught in that. Stay strong, stay vigilant, and uh, Capricorn, you can't help but be successful in the new year. Uh, next, we'll go with Aquarius. Uh, oh, interesting. We have water on the scars. This is great. So Aquarius, you've got the moon. There's a lot of uncertainty this year. There's going to be a lot of back and forth and things that seem like a good idea at the time, but as you get closer, may look differently. Uh, it's okay to take your time and to weigh the options. Uh, trust your intuition. Trust your gut. Uh, and uh, it's okay to, uh, like water can be in a variety of different states, solid, uh, liquid, uh, or vapor, uh, allow yourself to uh, be adaptable to your environments as well. All right, so after Aquarius, uh, I believe, is Pisces. Uh, no, no, uh, is no, Aries. Pisces. Aries is next. Okay. Yeah, Aries is next. Uh, no, wait, yeah, Pisces is next. Pisces. Pisces, yes, Pisces is next. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, Pisces, you're going to be stubborn this year. Very, very stubborn. Uh, it's, you're allowed to be stubborn. You've earned the right to be stubborn. Uh, but still, 
don't listen to people. You don't have to be the unstoppable force that meets the unmovable object. Sometimes you can just be the unmovable object that can lend a listening ear sometimes. <laughs> uh, next is Aries. Uh, oh, Aries, you've got the lovers. You're going to, this is a year Ooh. of choice for you. Uh, if you don't make the choice, the choice is going to be made for you. I think there's a lot of uh, outside influences. So make your choices uh, instinctually and fairly quickly for the coming year. All right. So that was uh, that was Aries. Next is Taurus. Next is Taurus. Uh, ah, temperance. Um, oh, you're, yeah. kind of, you're kind of stuck between kind of stuck between i'm i'm really jumping out at the feet how one hand is on the dry land one hand is, or one foot is on dry land and one is in the water i think uh this is a year where you know this this phrase just popped in my head and I'm, this is all i'm going to say for this one all things in moderation including moderation <laughs> all right hmm. so that was uh so yeah that was uh taurus yes so next is uh, next is, uh, what is, what is next is next is Gemini, right? Yeah. Gemini. This is Gemini. Right. Oh, okay. For Gemini, uh, we have the high priestess. Uh, when you get into your season, Gemini, uh, get outside, walk barefoot a lot. Be careful. Don't step on glass or anything. Go for nature <laughs> walks, get your feet on some grass, get some feet, uh, get your bare feet in nature. Uh, I think the big thing too, up until then, of uh, really keep track of the moon because there's the crescent moon down here with the high priestess as well. Uh, trust your intuition until then. Look inward rather than outward. I think you're at a point right now where uh, everything seems kind of lost. And so uh, you're looking outward for verification on stuff. And I think you're just going to need to start uh, having to look inward for stuff as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. So there's uh, man, I'm losing track of where we're at. We're at one, two, three, cancer. Five, six. Cancer next. Cancer. All that's, right. That's my mentions the plan chef pin. Yes, uh, the plan chef pin uh is right there. I've got a couple of these. I love these. Next is cancer, the crab. Okay, this card means change and transformation. I always have to point that out with the death card. It does not mean you're right. going to die. Um, it means change and transformation. Uh, you will notice, actually, uh, there's some religious figures on the card. There's the Pope. There's the uh, uh, there's the sun rising in the new year. There's the flower on the flag. Uh, I think this is going to be a year where a lot of things change for you. Where I, and I think it's going to be a year of learning to let go of mostly old habits in order to uh, allow for new, more positive habits to grow. Think of it more as clearing out the garden to allow new things to grow for the new year. Uh, next is Leo. We've got Leo next. Uh, oh, Leo, uh, you're the Hierophant. You're going to have to be there for a lot of people this year, Leo. You're going to have to be the one that people come to for guidance. Uh, you're going to have to be the one to, to keep this in mind when people come to you, Leo. The people coming to you for advice already deep down know the answer. They're just looking for validation. So be clear to them. Listen to them. Tell them your genuine feelings, but also ask them, what do you think? Or are you looking for validation for this? So be sure of that. Uh, next is uh, Virgo, I believe. Let's mix these up a few more times. Pull one out at random. Uh, for Virgo, oh, uh, Virgo, you're going to stay humble this year. We've got the tower. A lot of people think the tower is a negative card. And again, it really isn't. It's about humility. Pride always cometh before the fall. So stay humble. Uh, stay, uh, you know, stay aware of things around you. I think you got to realize like, you know, yes, you're doing a good job, but there's a lot of outside influences that, you know, could, ch could change it all in a heartbeat. So stay humble and realize that so much of what you're doing, uh, you're able to do because outside influences have gone your way and really take time to think about how lucky you have been. And how unlucky you could have been if things outside of your control went in a different way. Uh, next is Libra. Next is Libra. We're coming in on the last three. So for Libra, we've got ah, we've got the star. Libra, this is a year of renewal for you. Out with out with yes. the old, in with the new. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say also look for. So you notice the uh, um, 
the eight points of the star, I think eight's going to be a significant number for you this year. Uh, I think also um, learning to uh, learning to see the big picture too. Like for example, the the bird in the background is something that just jumped out at me while looking at this, and that's not something I normally focus on, but it jumped out at me for this. So I take that to mean that uh, for uh, for all of you out there, that means to look outside the the immediate things in front of you and to see the big picture. All right, we're down to the last two. We're down to Scorpio and then Sagittarius, my sign. Uh, for Scorpio, uh, we've got the Hermit. Uh, you have to look inward. Let your inward voice guide you and light your path. And then finally for Sagittarius, this is mine, so it's a good one. Ah, we've got the World. So it's interesting how oh. we're at the last. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're at the last card in the Major Arcana, or the last one of the Zodiac. Uh, Everything is about, you know, just kind of going with the flow this year, just letting cycles take their way. This is not a uh, crazy year for us, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It can feel like a boring year for us Sagittarius's. That means there's less drama and we can just take solace in the balance that's happening. Let the standard cycle go through from season to season to season. Noticing the four figures on here and it's making me think of the four seasons. And uh, just balance yourself in the midst of all of that so that in the next year we'll be able to help not just ourselves but with other people as well so there's a quick little uh future future look, uh, outlook uh, forecast for all the different star signs so everyone listening has uh uh and anyone who says oh i'm the 13th star sign no you're one of the 12 figure out this one <laughs> you're one of the 12 so victoria like, sorry it's been around for thousands of years yes. it's not going to change anytime soon <laughs> i'm all about being positive this is yes. this is the month to get a job. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You, and you will get one. Hope so. <laughs> or All I'm right. coming well, to see Joe. Have... No, or you're just coming to see Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see that too. That's I'm fine. just moving up to the dole. <laughs> oh, there you go. So we just have a few minutes left in the show. Want to one more time let everybody know about your virtual event. Use that mm -hmm. uh, promo code edge of the rabbit hole, which is down in the description. So Joe, you want to talk a little bit about that again, one more time here. Yeah. Every Wednesday, seven 30 central uh, for January and February uh, tickets are normally $20 per screen per household. So if you're, you know, a family, if you're a couple who want to have a fun date night in, it's also on, a, on not a weekend. So even if you are in an area where things are opening up, you don't have to, you know, lock in for your weekend and, and sacrifice that for this. It's, uh, you know, you can record whatever you're going to watch on, on TV that night. We all watch it after the fact anyway now. <laughs> uh, this true. is live. It's interactive. And uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the show lasts about an hour. Uh, again, use the promo code edge of the rabbit hole in the promo code box before checkout. Uh, you can go joediamondlive.com slash virtual or joediamondlive.wellattended.com. And that will bring you to my ticketing page. Uh, both of those will. And yeah, just uh, select. It's also one other thing, too. Uh, a good uh, friend of mine who's been to a lot of my virtual and in-person shows, his kids live in Florida. So he's oh. actually going to the show next week. And they're all going to watch together as a family, even though they're in different time zones. So if nice. you do want something to do that you can do with like friends and family who maybe don't live close by, this is a fun thing for you to do together. And then I'll hop on zoom after the show ends and talk about it and hang out and catch up. It's a fun night out that you can do that. Again, you're not tied down uh, geographically with. So if you have friends who live far away, this is a way for you to do something with them. And, and again, stay connected in the, uh, in the coming months. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. And again, that, that promo code, you know, share it with friends, family, if you're going to use it on more than one ticket, feel free to do that. If you're going to get a ticket and friends are going to come, be, feel free to share it out. I, I made it to be used. So, uh, <laughs> I want as many edge of the rabbit hole listeners to, uh, to come and, uh, come and be connected with us. Fine. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to go it. check it out. Yes. Yeah, I know you're going to be there, Victoria. Oh, yeah. At least once. Yeah. <laughs> At least twice. Yes. Uh, All right. Well, Joe, thank you so much for thank returning you. This on is always the a blast. show. This is Thanks, always Joe. a blast. Thank you so much. Thank you so, oh, so much. Absolutely. No, thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're always so much fun. And, and yes, yeah, yes, remember. Yes, cover last your balls. First of all. I see you coming back. <laughs> I see. 
My red and white. Me. I'm tired. I'm so yeah. <laughs> sure enough. I see me moving this out of the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because those are my collectibles back here. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. Again, Joe, thank you so much. Thank and, you. Uh, you thank have you a great 2022. Wish you much. Yes. Much have a great 2022, everyone.